0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club, very important program today. The topic is the official proclamation of the flying scroll judgment has now began. As of 6 7, that date is actually very important. This comes to us from Vicki Goforth Parnell, and people keep emailing me and asking me, do you really think this lady is hearing from God? I don't think you can say it any other way. With the information she keeps getting, I in my 40 years in Bible prophecy, I've never, I've never seen anybody get such important information and so much of it. She is like an official ear from heaven. And while I'm not going to say that everything she's said is exactly right on, and I think that she would probably say the same thing. But uh, there is no question, in my mind, this is of God. And so we're going to go through it because if this is correct, and I believe it is, then we can expect to see a lot of problems coming real soon. So, official proclamation of the Flying Scroll. So she... This, by the way, it's edited because I made it so it flows better, okay? But I didn't change anything in it. Gabriel appeared. I bring you an official message from heaven's court, he said. Gabriel is standing before me with four four mighty angels heavily armored. The four angels behind Gabriel each have their swords drawn. Bows and arrows are readily available. Their armor, including Gabriel's, is glowing gold with a brilliant blue of holiness and fire. Gabriel stepped forward, removed his helmet, and placed it on the floor of my bed, saying, The battle is raging and has intensified as the end of time draws draws to a close. Time has been announced as having expired. Now, that doesn't mean we're at the end of the seven-year tribulation. I believe what that means is that normal time has expired, and the hard things of judgment have now started. Time has been announced as having expired. No more time will be given. The time of Antichrist quickly approaches for full fruition. Judgment's hand of the risen Lamb has fallen hard and will not be lifted. I hope you're listening. I bring you his final proclamation to a nation and a world that has failed to repent before the full weight Of judgment's hand is felt. In other words, it's not saying that the seven-year tribulation is over. It's saying that our time of happiness, our world as we have known it, is over and it's about to start. Now, that doesn't mean we start looking at our watch on our wrist. It might mean that we might not look for it even this month or the next month, but it's probably pretty safe to say it's real close. This proclamation must be given before sunup of your tomorrow morning of June the 7th, that would be 2023, for your fallen nation of Babylon. Okay, so in that the angel specifically says it must be given before sunup. To me, that says something big and bad is about to happen real soon. It also says that we crossed a line in the sand. We crossed from an era of grace. A time of mercy and patience by God, and a time where he's fed up. He's out of time waiting for people to repent and come to him. Now, he's going to make them wish that they had repented. Gable removed a small shofar from his left side of his tunic belt. Now, if you read Terry Bennett, he described it exactly the same way. A small shofar. Beneath his glowing breastplate is a scroll holder. He removes the shofar and blows three short blasts, then reattaches the horn to his belt, then opens the burnished gold scroll container and removes one end cap and pours the scroll into his other hand. The scroll has a green tint to it. He breaks the black seal and opens the scroll and reads, Hear ye, by the way, this is the same wording that he said to Terry Bennett. Hear ye, O wicked world and wicked nation of Babylon. The mighty hand of your God, Jesus, the risen Lamb, has fully fallen upon you. The judgment of the flying scroll of heaven is officially opened upon your world. Those judged righteously and found guilty shall each receive their official punishment for their sinful, wicked ways. Dimitri was told about the same thing. He apparently was shown this same scroll, and what he saw was a list of names. Next to the names were the punishments that they would have to go through in order for them to repent and turn to Jesus. Jesus the Christ, the anointed risen Lamb, has judged his own house and people first. The Bible says that the uh, beginning... Judgment must first begin at the house of God. Jesus the Christ, the anointed risen lamb, has judged his own house and people first. Meaning, church, the days when you are fully blessed, the days when you get to see all of this escape you are gone. Church, you can expect trouble. That means trouble that hits us. That means trouble that we feel. They have been found wanting when weighed in the balances for most who call him Savior, your time of pardon and mercy is over. What's that saying? It's saying that the church, those that typically call themselves Christian, that typically go to church once in a while, typically read their Bible once in a while, typically pray once in a while, typically give one, typically, 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 you're about to feel it too. That's the way I read that. I'll, I'll back up and read it again. Jesus the Christ, the anointed risen Lamb, has judged his own house and people first. They have been found wanting, when, but when weighed in the balances, and for most who call him Savior, your time of pardon and mercy is over. It's time you pay the cost of your deeds of discord, ill-gotten gain, and leading many of his children astray that he sent your way. Think about. How many preachers have you seen on TV, especially, but also on radio and also on the internet, that are doing it all just trying to get money from the people? The doors to your churches shall officially be closed upon your earth, because if you're not going to speak the risen Lamb's truth, then no more shall you speak in his name from this time forth. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean all the churches are about to close? You know, if you, if you look at England, many of the churches closed and became mosques. And we are already seeing a lot of churches over the last few years that have begun to close. What he's saying is that he's about to start closing a lot of them. Now, is that because the dollar falls? Probably. Is that because the dollar loses 30% of its value? Probably. Because most people... What to put their hard-earned money in their own pockets? And instead, God has raised us to us up as a nation, to be the light, the shining light on a hill, to take His gospel to the world. But instead of taking His gospel to the world, we've stuck the money in our own pockets. That's what he's saying. Let me back up. The doors to your churches shall officially be closed upon your earth. Because if you're not going to speak the risen Lamb's truth, then no more shall you speak in his name from this time forth. If that doesn't scare you, you're missing it. That scares me. You shall no longer be known as the light of the world. Most churches blend in so well with the world that no one can tell the difference between one church and another. In other words, churches look like the world. The world goes into the church and tells the church what they're going to do. The world goes into the church, and the church doesn't require that the world make changes and become like Jesus. Most churches blend in so well with the world that no one can tell the difference between one church and another. You have blood on your hands. You have been found guilty of the sin of pride unforgiveness. Oh, there's no unforgiveness in the church, is there? We just lost a couple this past week. And I think that's probably all I should say. Have been found guilty of the sin of pride, unforgiveness, the love of money, sexual immorality, and so much more occurring in the buildings called my houses of worship. You are worshiping Satan and not the risen lamb. Understand, this is the angel Gabriel that showed up in person with four other angels, blowed a shofar three times before he read from a golden scroll. This is serious stuff. He declared that he has judged the contents of your hearts and minds. He's speaking to the church. He declares you are guilty as charged. Judgment will not be removed from my house. This is the official declaration and the proclamation of the risen Lamb, Jesus, Son of the Almighty Jehovah God, the great I Am of the Flying Scroll Judgment. That's serious stuff. To me, this says that some really, really big bad stuff is just around the corner. For the rest of the world, all judgment has been placed in his hands by the great I Am, Jehovah, mighty ruler of all heaven and earth. The four angels standing at alert all say, All praise Jehovah to Jehovah God, righteous ruler of all, and his son Jesus Christ, the risen Lamb. Gabriel then says, The risen Lamb has righteously judged you for your wanton, wicked, evil ways. Who's he talking to? Talking to the church. Because if he hits the church, all those that are not in the church are really going to be hit hard. The risen Lamb has righteously judged you for your wanton, wicked, evil ways. Now, you too shall answer for your sins you have refused to repent of. Oh, the church has repented of sins? That's what he's saying. He's saying the church. Your time to turn back to your holy God and creator judgment's hand has fallen. Or you might say, stop. Now, does that mean... That no one can be saved? No, I don't think that's what he's saying. I think he's saying, the time when I'm winking at your sin, the time when I'm turning my head and allowing your sin to continue has stopped. I'm about to hit the church, and I'm about to hit the church hard. I'll read it again. The risen Lamb has righteously judged you for your wanton. Wanton? That means you like your evil. That means we in the church, we like our wicked ways. We like our old sinful nature. The reason lamb has righteously judged you for your wanton, wanton, wicked, evil ways. Now you too shall answer for your sins you've refused to repent of. Your time to turn back to your holy God and creator judgment's hand has fallen or stopped. Your whole world shall feel the original lamb's anger, which shall quickly turn into his great wrath. No one can escape his righteous hand, only out of love, where he, he spared those he pities because they trust in him, love him, and serve him with their lives faithfully. Dmitri used to say, yeah, but we have, in God, we trust on our money. You know, we're a Christian nation. He said, but how is your lives? Because the angel told him, in the church there's abortion. Adultery, fornication, sodomy, divorces, all kinds of sin. Good friend of mine, his wife just told him, I'm going to get a divorce. And she went down and filed for divorce. Nothing he could do about it. I mean, if someone wants to file divorce on you, what can you do? Where's the church that says, woman, that's a big sin? Do you want to spend eternity with Jesus? I'm not the righteous judge. I can't say if you get a divorce, you won't spend eternity with Jesus. But I can say he's certainly not happy with it. Hear ye, O inhabitants of the earth. Judgment's hand shall not be lifted until the great scriptures of truth have come fully to pass. Gabriel put the scroll away, saying, There's no turning back or stopping the clock with grace this time. What? Let me read it again. Gabriel puts a scroll away saying, There's no turning back or stopping the clock with grace this time. I cannot tell you how many times I've got emails from people or I've heard people, some of them, yeah, yeah, but a lot of the stuff you say on the Prophecy Club just doesn't come to pass. Well, I'm glad it hasn't come to pass. But what this is saying is, no more delays. What this is saying is the stuff we've been getting warned about. He's about to be slapping us in the face. Gabriel put the scroll away, saying, there's no turning back or stopping the clock with grace this time. Gabriel replaces his helmet on his head, saying, now I must go. I'll return soon. Gabriel and the other four angels are gone. Okay, now what does this mean? It probably means that some of the things we've been talking about for a long time are about to hit. So let's take a second and look at them. Now, I know if you're a person of the world, then you won't see my heart on this. You won't see and understand that I'm trying to warn you. You will think, oh, well, he's trying to make money. Oh, he's trying to send people over to buy things. If that's what you're seeing, you're missing the point. Because a lot of people want to see the church fall apart. They want to see churches close. They don't want to go to church, they don't want to read their Bible, and they certainly don't want to give to a church or to a ministry. And so consequently, anything the church does that can bring in finances for them, and frankly most of them are living off of fumes, I cannot tell you, I probably shouldn't even, probably shouldn't even say that, but our church does not get enough in donations to pay the bills. It has not got enough in donations to pay the bills for, I would say, at least three years. Well, how does it keep going, Prophecy Club? Your gifts and your donations, you're, you're the ones that do it. Uh, now I'm not beating up on our church. Uh, I, as a rule, I don't see what anybody gives. I don't want to know what anybody gives. I tell Leslie, don't tell me what anybody gives. Don't show me any of that but she continues to say, our church, they're real good givers. Okay, well, Stan, well, wait a minute. If the church is really giving good, then how come the church is not meeting the bills? Because a lot of people don't like a church that tries to walk according to the King James Bible, so we don't have enough people coming into the church. The ones that are there are good folks, and they really give, at least that's what I'm told. And what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that most of the people that go to church are not really walking with Jesus. Maybe not most. Maybe that's not the right word. I'm not trying to beat up on anybody. I'm just saying that we all need to get closer to Jesus, including me. I am trying to say that these active prophecies that we've been talking about for a lot of years now, they may be about to hit. We can look and we can see the eleven prophecies for the dollar falling, They could hit any day with the Fed now coming out openly on their website, the Federal Reserve website, saying that they're going to implement implement a new CBDC or the digital currency in July. And here we are in early June. It's not hard to figure out that we're right around the corner. The anointing just touched me. (laughs) It's not hard to figure out we're right around the corner from some really bad things. Food shortage. Uh, look, look at all the times we talked about food shortage and how there's a shortage, and then suitcase news. Any one of these, and a meteor, a tsunami, earthquake, any one of these, and then and then what? S- s- Sunday night, the Lord gave me a dream that I should get our my my bug out bags updated. So I pulled out the three bug-out bags, and I'm taking the stuff out of them. I'm laying them out. I'm, I'm inventorying it. I'm, I'm taking a picture of it so I know exactly what is in each, in each one of those bug-out bags. And, you know, my, my plan has always kind of been to, to shelter at home, not to have to bug-out. But now he gives me this dream to get the bug-out bag updated. I'm, I'm trying to say my brothers and sisters, church is in trouble the church is in some serious, serious trouble. (sighs) Whatever you gotta do to get prepared, get prepared. What is wrong with this? You say, well, it's a piece of bread. You're right, it's a piece of bread I took out of this loaf. This loaf is a one pound loaf and there's something missing from this bread. Even though it says it is whole wheat, there's still something missing from this and almost all of the bread you're eating. See, the story was in 1860, the smart humans decided that they were going to outstrip God and that they could figure out a way to where the flour would not spoil because once you break the wheat berry, then it begins to spoil and in seven to ten days it's got mold. So they figured out how they could be smarter than God. We're going to take out the outside shell and then the wheat germ. We're only going to use the white powder part of the wheat. And that doesn't spoil, and they're right. you can put it in a bag five years later it's still there, but then of course, there's something else they removed, and that is most now not all, but most of the nutrition. so then they had to pass all of these laws saying you got to put nice and you got to put vitamins, you got to do this, put all of this into the so why not just use what God made? so the difference between this and what I made is this that's the difference in my bread, whole wheat bread, versus what you buy in the store. The bigger slice here, this is actually cherry, cinnamon, uh, honey, and vanilla mixed together. And I made this. So when you make your own homemade bread, you can make it flavor any way. You want jalapeno? You got it. You want to have uh, seeds, sesame seeds? However you want to, you can make it. But the big advantage to making your own home wheat, whole wheat bread is that it's probably the cheapest way to, to have long-term storage food. Because most of your long-term storage food companies cost nine to $10,000 per person per year. But at Joseph's Kitchen, they can show you how to feed your family for about $1,000 per person per year. And it's whole wheat. Okay, so what is whole wheat? over the regular wheat. Well, you remember the seven years of plenty followed by the seven years of famine of Joseph and the Pharaoh. Well, that meant that the whole world lived off of wheat for seven years. Now, I don't think that we, maybe Jesus said, "You man should not live by bread alone, meaning you should have other things that you should eat. However, about the closest thing out there That'll feed you not only good tasting, but also nutrition for your body is wheat. And so we recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. When you go there, you got to get two things. One is you have to get a machine package. That's the items that you need to actually physically make the bread. It's a wheat grinder where you put the wheat in. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put it into a bread machine with six other ingredients. Push a button. Two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of wonderful that you made whole wheat bread. Slice that up. We can pre- The slicer is even included. The beakers. Everything. It's everything you need to make bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for six people one year, four people one year, two people one year. You place your order, and they have it in stock. Because most of these long-term storage food places, they're out. Uh, some of them are two or three months. Some of them are even longer behind in filling their orders. But at Joseph's Kitchen, they can ship within two or three days. And they ship around the world. Go to josephskitchen.com. I'm telling you that the prophecies say there's about to be a food shortage and if you wanna listen what God's trying to warn us about, then you'll get this long-term story to food. Terry Saka, Sokka, cornerstoneassetmetals.com. So why should people go online or call you today? Seymour Hirsch, an amazing investigative journalist, laid out the case that the United States is the one that blew up the Nord Stream pipelines, hurting our very own allies. That is a nation that is desperate because their currency is on the verge of losing reserve status. That's not good for a United States dollar, and why we better be protected. Terry Saka, cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Give him a call or go online today. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. I am having another level two, level two School of the Watchmen's Conference, and I'm calling this a teacher's course. It's going to be September 15 and 16. You can go to prophecyclub.com, and it'll tell you all of the details about it. And it gives you all of the requirements. I'll let you read that online. However, the big question is, you're going to be saying, well, what's the difference between level one and level two? Well, lots. Level one was primarily reading through most of the book of Revelation and teaching it. That's not be level two. Yes, we will do some reading. But this one is designed to make you a teacher of Bible prophecy, which, by the way, Our office wants to know if you went through level one and if you have taught or have been invited to teach from the book of Revelation and you went through level one, send me an email. I'd like to know that. I know there's been at least one. I think there's two, maybe more. Anyway, I'd like to know. So level two is to teach you to the point to where you can be qualified to actually teach the book of Revelation. Now I'm going to tell you right up front, we're going to have a level three, God willing, And in that one, I'm going to require people to memorize the book of Revelation to come to level three. And so there's going to be one year's difference between level two and level three. It took me a year to memorize it. So I figure it'll take you a year to memorize it. Some of you may even faster. So go to prophecyclub.com and it'll give you all the details, tells you all about some of the difficult questions and things like that. We're going to Cover in Level 2. Level 2 is going to get you real close to being a a qualified teacher of Revelation. But by the time you get through Level 3, having memorized the book, pastor's going to listen to you. And that's where we're going with this. Also I'd recommend you go, you know, go and get yourself a Berkey water filter. And yes, we do have Berkeys all in stock now. Uh, Also, we have potassium iodate pills, which are what you take inside of once a radioactive unit has happened in your area. As far as uh, Berkey water filters, this is one thing you want to be sure to do is get some extra filters. This is the minimum most people get is this one right here. I get the Crown Berkey right here. This is the one I have. This one I use. And I have about eight extra filters with me, too, because... If you're using clean water, they'll last a year or two. But if you're using rainwater or muddy water, then they clog up a whole lot faster. So you want to have some extra filters. Next is, I'll send you to empshield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car, okay? And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel that off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase or nuclear, nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com promo code PROPHECY